what is going on, everybody on the internet? Uh, it is great to be back. This is, in fact, the Game Weeb podcast, hosted by none other, your friendly neighborhood weebs. Uh, I am, as always, Brad, accompanied me. Accompanied me. Yeah, it's been a while. We can't even talk anymore. What's going on, guys? This is Jed. How's everybody? It's uh, nice to be back doing the uh, 10th episode of this. Yeah, we've made it to 10. We can count to 10. All right. That's all the fingers, man. Now it's toes. The thing is, if you're going to count toes, you have to bend over and touch each one. I can still, surprisingly, (laughs) as girthy as I am, I can still bend over and touch my toes without bending my knees. So... It's gotten harder and harder since I pinched my sciatica a couple weeks ago, but I try and force myself to do it. At you got You got You know what helps? You know what stretch really helps um, work my sciatic nerve? Lie on your back, okay? You're going you're gonna to lift one knee or lift one leg so your knee is bent, and you're going to take the opposite leg and rest your ankle on that knee so you're making a triangle, and you pull that knee slowly forward in towards your chest. And what that's going to do is stretch your glute on the side that's resting on your knee. You do that on both sides for anywhere between 10 to 30 seconds. Um, I do that once a day on either side um, in the morning. And that really, really helps work that sciatic nerve or stretch that. Because that's what's yeah. happening. You're, you're, um, it's all tight around the sciatic. I have two stretches that I do that help it. But... Yep they take time to work in like one of them is so you sit uh, sit in a chair and you pretty much do the same thing you just said Um, you sit in a chair one leg is bent one leg is straight heel against the floor toes pointed towards the ceiling and then you keep your shoulders straight and you lean forward yep yeah and you stretch out that whole ligament and muscle group. And yeah. on the right side, it doesn't hurt so much. But the left side, like, I can't even sit up straight yet. When yeah. I first start it in the morning, like, I have to work to straight. Like, yeah. it's just, I'm waiting for whatever's pitching it to finally release so I can go back to some normalcy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's been something I've been personally dealing with for the past. I was going to say, I, just, I don't know how you deal with it. Because I remember you said when I was working with you about how you'd come in for like a full day with the thing flaring up and I like oh, yeah. couldn't even operate. It happens. I mean, and wow. I, I feel like that's like a mental thing at that point. Um, you know, like if you expose yourself to the same conditions after a while, your brain just shuts it off. Um, that's true. I, I started having sciatic pain back in like 2008. 2009 when I started working for Best Buy I like lifted up oh, or I moved I moved a, a plasma TV um, with somebody that I probably shouldn't have like we probably shouldn't have picked it up just the two of us and um, yep. yeah that plasma really TVs are fucking heavy kid yeah that really that really fucked my back up and then I continue yeah. to work um, so but you know I just I, I find stretches I talk to chiropractors um, yep I am in no way a doctor, but no. Um, yes, in fact, stretch the butt. Thank yep. you, Gunner, for your <laughs> always, uh, always and forever stretch st- the booty. Stretch the butt. It's gonna be the tagline of the episode. That might I might change the episode title. <laughs> Game weaves episode ten. Stretch the butt. Yep, that is it. Is fact, man. It is. As you get older, I'm finding that some things just don't 
I'll say reset as you would expect them to. No. Oh, definitely not. So, so. it's, uh, but anyways, that's, uh. <laughs> that was our TED Talk. Now let's get I'll on to the this, rest of the episode. I'll say this, we are medical professionals. Do not take our advice and leave of professionals. If you have back problems, go see your physician like I do. Or but, just or or just ignore yeah, it like I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could do. I can't. No, don't do that. Don't. Broken backs. Broken backs. Don't. No. Um, but anyways, man, let's uh, start this off. How you been? What you been up to the past uh, uh, couple weeks that you feel like sharing? Um. Well, I guess not. Well, uh, eh, eh. I've been working a lot. Um, you know, m- my business has kind of really picked up in terms of the, um process medical devices or finish medical devices as you say we don't actually for those of you i know jed knows what i do because we used to work together but for those of you at home listening i work with it's not really finished medical devices we make a part of a finished medical device and sell those Very parts all over the world um and i'm not i'm not going to get into the company name or, or anything like that nope. just for um privacy and, and whatnot but um no it's with with covid kind of winding to a I don't want to say a halt because I don't think it's going to go away like people think it's going to go away but um, with it with it, with more people getting vaccinated and more countries opening up um, my job has seen a huge increase in production which like I tell my crew uh, being busy is never a bad thing I'd rather be nope. busy and get the overtime than be mm-hmm. slow and scrounging for um, barely 40 hours. So, Absolutely. other than that, um, I finished Outriders. Um, I think I mentioned there it. I think I mentioned it the last podcast actually that I was uh, I was close. Yeah, because we got pretty close after we recorded that episode, and I finished it off the next day on my own. Yep. Um, I ran some expeditions. Um, I started to play or like roll the dice on queuing for joining random games because um, I don't have you finished Outriders yet? Yeah, actually, um, right, I go. have completely finished and gotten to uh, the last uh, uh, expedition, the expedition rank fifteen CT CR fifteen, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, I did that uh, earlier today, actually. Oh, that's cool. Have you done Eye of the Storm yet, or? No, God, I'm not even close to that. Yeah. Like, I haven't I've done even... maybe a total of four expeditions to a successful completion. Okay. Yeah, I haven't... I've done solo. probably... I I don't think I've done any solo. I've either had people jump in because I set my thing to open, yep. or I've jumped into other people's. Um, yeah, I've done a couple... I was completing them in the beginning because uh, Jake and uh, our, my buddies, a couple of my buddies jumped in and just yeah. ran me through a couple of them. Yeah, so... Um, so I did, I finished one, like, loose end that I felt after completing the campaign through an expedition. And I don't really want to spoil it for the people listening. I think we'll probably plan a, right. an actual spoiler cast for this yeah. topic. Yeah, um, we can do that for a lot because there's something that I'll say that I that, that happened to me that I, I, for some of the listeners, I don't want to spoil anything yeah. more. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then I, I toyed with my build. Um, I changed up from the Techno Shaman build to a Pestilence build, and now I melt <laughs> everything. So Infinite it's just... Infinite Pestilence bullets. 
It's not even that. It's just the damage output and freezing everything. Um, oh, yeah. So that build is... The skills for that build are Pestilent or Blighted Turret instead of Cryo Turret, uh, pest, or Blighted Rounds, and then Cold Snap. And the way right. you build your tree is if anything is frozen, it's vulnerable and stays frozen for longer unless it's like fucked with so like i run into a zone have everything pop pop cold snap freeze everything around me and then just melt melt everything everything yeah. and then i have the gun i'm using is from the hell riders dlc um okay. the, the ar because it's the fast or it's one of the best ars you get given to you without rng in the assault like in the burst fire there you go and the perk you get, uh, the exploding, like round perk you get from that, yep. just it just makes sense for, like an opener to the build, which is nice. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. Okay. Put okay. that put put that down uh, after I did a couple expeditions, uh, mainly just to focus on other games. Like I I knew if I didn't, I would be sucked into this until. Oh yeah, like it's um, just like Destiny. Get yeah, right. kind of. I mean, you know. So I, I kind of put it down. I started playing, uh, well, I bought Resident Evil 8. Um, the wife and I started playing that. But it's one of those games I really have to be in the mood for. Um, so we haven't we haven't really gotten that deep into it. I mean, I could probably sit and play. Yeah, but co-op it. is different. But playing it while the wife is watching is like, I just, I have to be in the mood to like deal yep. with that. Um, started playing Valhalla. I'm a couple. Oh, I think I just. Mahalo right now. I think I just. I just finished chapter three. Um, You're farther than me. Am I? Okay. You just. You just got. So you beat the black forest boss, and or so you beat the elder because everybody figures out who the elder is, and you've beat the third boss and the boss after him. No, I'm, what are you? I'm talking about Assassin's Creed. Oh, Assassin's Creed. My bad. I was still you on Valhalla. <laughs> you were thinking about Valheim, right? Yeah, I was thinking about Valheim. Yeah. Everybody, I brought up that I've been playing Valhalla, and people are like, oh, Valheim? I'm like, no. Valheim. No. Yeah. Nope, Valhalla. Nope. I just uh, recently started. I haven't touched it, though. But continue. Sorry. The, um, I will give you one tidbit of information that doesn't okay. spoil anything. And it is, uh, it, when you play Valhalla, um, take your time, obviously, but... You're going to want, like, once you get to England in-game, you're going to want to follow your story markers before you hunt for all your extra markers. So, in normal Assassin's Creed games, as I call them, at least the original three, I'd go to an area, do all the, like, I'd sync with all the towers, and do all the side quests. Right. Yeah. In this, there is gear markers, right, kind of. There are, there are gear markers and treasure chests that are locked and NPCs that are locked behind main story arcs. So you'll see them on the map, but you won't be able to get to them or interact with them until you've gotten that far in the story. So what I've been doing is, um, like, kind of the overarching point of the game is to make alliances with other territories throughout England. So I'll select a territory to, to deal with do the main story and when i get the objective that says go back to my settlement then i'll go around and do all that fucking side shit 
I gotcha. At that point, everything's unlocked. Correct. Okay. So, okay. I just did my second territory in England, so I, uh... Ah, uh, okay. You know, so it's... But it's a wicked fun game. Um, I'm enjoying it. It's enough of an Assassin's Creed game so far that I'm like, alright, like, I, I like it, but it's... Like, I just, I love the lore. I love the, the yeah. Danes and the Saxons war and the, the lore of the Norse men and just everything that has to deal with that. Um, it's a super lot of fun people, game. A lot of people I've talked to um, that haven't really played an Assassin's Creed or haven't, or have watched other Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed and have watched Valhalla be played or played it themselves has loved it. Yeah, and it's that's the same case with Origins and Odyssey. Like, it's yeah. they should technically be played together, I guess, um, because this is a sequel to the end events of Odyssey. Um, and I yep. never played them. Like, I stopped playing after Black Flag. Um, yeah, Black kinda, Flag was the last one I played. Yeah, it was just kind of like I played Black Flag because pirates. Because um, uh-huh. <laughs> I got to be a pirate with a yeah. ship on the ocean. I got right. to blow stuff up. Um. Origins kind of interest me, but at the time, like, I was too busy with other stuff. Um, Odyssey, I mean, I saw the, the statue dick-hanging memes, and I got a laugh out of that, and then decided not to play it, but I hear that that's actually a really phenomenal game. Um, and then I picked up Valhalla, because I'm a huge, like, nut for Norse mythology and um, all that stuff, so. Um, but other than that, dude, I started playing Final Fantasy fourteen again. Um, just to log in and like talk with my old guildmates and stuff and run some content. Uh, I watched the trailer for the new X Pack coming out in November, so I pre-ordered that. So I figured, all right, I'll play for a couple days. I'm not as in it as I was. Um, okay. I I pretty much log in one or two nights a week and tool around with some people. Um, I think once the expansion comes out, I'll probably like log in Monday through Friday to get stuff done with my free company. But for now. It's just, uh, I pop in, I do some of my weekly stuff, I fuck around with, like, um, a couple buddies of mine, yep. and stuff, and, and that's, that's really it, man, uh, yeah, um, you know, you just hanging and banging. What yeah, have, well, um, what have you been you up do. to, my friend? Uh, what have been up to? So, as some of, uh, some people are aware, uh, I have gotten, uh, a new living space, yep. um with the girlfriend um and we've just been trying to get it i'll say together and set up and figured out like where stuff goes like today we just decided that the couch that we originally bought when we got here is an absolutely terrible couch so we're not gonna have people sit on it so we moved it down to what's going to become the the game room for me eventually the D room um so it's doing little chores around the house getting used to the routine of taking care of a house which is a major switch from um renting rooms or renting an apartment um it's that it's getting ready for the wee babe um but when i game um the my main choices outriders uh, as i said i did finish that up um that last boss fight is stupid solo i couldn't do it um it ended up getting done when uh, a couple of buddies logged in jumped in and helped me uh defeat the final boss because that was stupid not gonna yeah. talk about it and ruin it for people but those mechanics were ridiculous and unnecessary mm-hmm. um so finish that up uh my friends ran me through uh several um 
expeditions just to help me get geared up because my gear was severely lacking. And uh, outside of Outriders, League of Legends a bit, Apex a little bit. Um, I no longer have a D&D game on Tuesday. We have finished that up. Nice. My monk sadly did not survive TOA. I saw that. Bros was absolutely and mercilessly beaten by the final boss. And after going through that level boss encounter and having watched the two most current episodes of The Critical Role, I'm not going to spoil that for anybody who's watching it, um, but watching those two big boss fights, like big bad fights, I was like, wow, I don't feel bad about what I'm planning to do for my game anymore, because that's bull. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that fight is... That fight was so mean. So mean. So you understand, I can tell you, the 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 encounter happens, my character, Monk, runs up to melee something first, testing a theory. Melee, on reaction, this thing got four atta uh, two attacks and two grapple attempts, and on a successful grapple, threw me 30 feet into lava. Oof. <laughs> Bye. At 110 health. By the time my turn started to get out of the lava, I had 12. Yep. I, I was like, well, this is going to be bad. Yep. Um, I was the first one out. Um, Vros got hit with a necrotic beam after being cursed, and I got hit for 144 damage flat. Ooh. Yeah, dude, insta-killed him. I was like, he's done. He's out. Over. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Uh, so that game ended. It was really fun. I had a great fun. Uh, the group does have um, plans to go and do a game of uh, Ghost of Saltmarsh, which I'm very excited for because I haven't really read anything into it since I found out that my buddy was going to run it. Nice. Um, all I know is pirates, so yeah. I kind of... I'm trying to play a different character, a uh, different mindset, that kind of thing. Yep. Um, so uh, I'm playing a... Uh, uh, gunslinger. Nice. Um, high intelligence gunslinger. Uh, gonna be kind of more tactical, try and figure out situations more than just, oh, look, it's a button! Boop! Boopity-boop. Because, dude, that's what all my characters do. That's mm. what all my characters do. Um, it's fine. But, uh, fine. so that's finished. Uh, I did recently get back, um, into ESO. Um, nice. I saw a video for their next expansion coming out, and me personally, my favorite Elder, excuse me, Elder Scrolls game is Oblivion. Um, it was difficult in, I don't want to say all facets, but it was really one of the most, or the first immersive RPG game that really grabbed me. Um, like the possibilities of how you build the character and how you level the character and um, the way the story was was set up and your interactions with people and how they would change based on your actions. Like, it was just a lot of fun for me. Uh, the next expansion they're coming out with is actually um, the events that lead up to um, Oblivion. Uh, like some 400, or it's like 400 years before that led up to that happening. Yeah. So I'm uh I'm excited to finally get to that. Uh, when I logged on, I wasn't expecting to have anybody, and then I remembered I played the game when it first launched forever ago, when it was a completely different game from what I understand. Um, 
that I had a level 39 Templar sitting here, and I logged onto him, and I'm like, yeah, this is going to be great. Logged in, no idea how to do anything. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm going to go make a new character, rerun tutorial, and come back to you later, buddy. Sit tight. I do that all the time with our game. <laughs> Every time I restart, I actually, I kind of want to download it again on my PS5, because I have a free PS5 copy sitting there. So I've, I just... It's one of those games where, as much as there's a class, um, there's no restrictions on that class. Like, I was looking at uh, some of the other characters that I had made when I was playing, and I have, an ama I have a mage who's dueling right now. Like, yep. I, I think that's one of the major draws to that game for me. Plus, again, I just, I've always liked Elder Scrolls. So. Um, other than that, um, not doing much. Um, trying to work on my D&D campaign a bit. Um, trying to, I have... I have a massive collection of uh, Magic the Gathering cards, yeah. um, and a lot of the, a lot of them are commons. Um, and what I've actually found to do is, because I do not have as good artistic ability, or it takes me a long time to get minis done. Because to paint, I really have to be in the desire to be meticulous and put my full attention on something. Yeah. Um, what I'm going to end up doing is grabbing some of these cards. Some of these commons are just going through, like, even uncommons. If I have eight copies of an uncommon, like, I'm not going to sell my cards. I'm going to use uh, token, cutout, token cutouts, and I'm going to cut out, like, different monster tokens from magic cards and use those for uh, battlefields. Word. So it's just going through the collection, and uh, when I can finally have a dry day and have energy to get them into the house... Um, going through them and picking out different cards that I think would make for uh, good monster pictures or whatever or good ways to indicate um, size because I found out that essentially if you have a huge creature that takes up a 9 by or 3 by 3 section on a map, this creature stands at least like 20 feet tall so now I have to look at the cards and be like alright, is this a giant card? Yes, so it means I have to be able to get at least 3 squares out of you. Yeah. So, but no, other than that, that's about it. Just uh, living day by day, working. Uh, when I can, I did get my uh, second COVID shot, and uh, the first one fucked me up hardcore. Um, the second one was two days of stupidness. Yeah. Um, but that was it. Yeah, that's well. I mean, I feel you on the COVID shot. Like I said, I before we started, I. I got my second shot Thursday, and Friday I felt like complete and utter just asshole. Yep. So. I knew last time we had talked, you had mentioned something about getting it uh, sometime soon. Yeah. Um, so that's why I checked with you earlier. Yeah. But, but yeah. Um, for those of you out there listening um, and don't know what we're all about, this is a conversational podcast uh, between two friends. Uh, we talk about whatever really kind of just oh. yeah um uh, speaking of that um did you hear that uh that or have you seen that all the people that have left blizzard i have seen a lot of the people that have left blizzard Dude, it's it's not even so all right this is gonna be this is probably gonna either make some people laugh or might not but it's no longer my blizzard i've heard you're not the first person to tell me that though <laughs> Like, it's all, it's, well, and it's not bad. Like, you know, there are going to be times when old talent retires out, gets tired, wants to move on, do something else. And new talent has to come flourish and fill the market for the new generation. I say that jokingly because that's 
my generation is Warcraft, Starcraft, um, Diablo, like that's that's when Blizzard started. Um, and I think those franchises are either now going to get split up into platform ideas or games, kind of like the Assassin's Creed games have done, um, or they're just going to just disappear. And either way, I'm sad to see it happen. Yeah. Um, no, but no, that. that was uh, that was interesting. And then uh, another uh, something else I saw the other day. Oh, uh, Amazon's big purchase. Did you see that? No. Amazon purchased MGM. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. I, I heard about that. Yep, I did yeah. hear about that. Yeah, it was like, let me get the exact <laughs> figure. Um, but it was, it's like $8 billion. $8 billion in change, I think, for it. Damn. Which now just puts MGM on their streaming service. So it appears like there is a massive scramble to big companies to scoop up streaming it's like uh didn't uh, microsoft just uh, acquire bethesda yep um and during a uh during an interview one of the higher-ups of the company said yeah we got it for exclusivities and the streaming stuff i was like so it looks like everything is going streaming speaking of do we know what happened uh, on the stadia the stadia it's still a thing yeah. is it mm-hmm that's unfortunate how are some of these great things died in a single line? I mean, it. People actually liked it. They liked the ability to just bring it, um, you know, bring it anywhere. And have it. That's and then true. Stadia Pro is you get free. It's like a game subservice, you know. Jesus. Like currently, right now, since you brought it up, and I had to look it up. Stadia Pro, you can play titles like Hitman. Hotline Miami 2, uh, but, but uh, Resident Evil 7, the Gold Edition, which includes everything. Jedi, the Fallen Order. Uh, Trine 4. Holy shit, they've made four of those games? Alright. Um, uh, PUBG's on here. Little Nightmares 2's on here, which is nuts. So, like. Yeah, I don't know anything about that game. What, I've Little Nightmares? Little yeah. Nightmares is like a, it's a, it's a puzzle horror game. Think of it like that. You ah. are trying to escape being eaten. <clears throat> That's so. terrifying. And it's that I've seen someone play it, and it's kind of like, um, I don't want to say a limbo. Ooh, a strip quick. That was fun. Um, note to yourself, kids, after you drugs, just stand up real quick. <laughs> um, uh, it, from the game that I saw, or the video that I saw, it looked like um, kind of like a limbo approach where you were like a little kid running away from something. Yeah, kind of. Okay, interesting. Uh, yeah, and I looked it up, and Amazon bought MGM for $8.45 billion. Yeah. You know that means Amazon owns James Bond? Yeah, it oh, does. Oh, that's scary. That is scary. Although it's also really cool, because it might, depending on how New World goes when it launches, which is supposed to be later this year, which I'm excited for, um, depending on how that goes, we'll see if they uh, actually do any more titles, because... Some of the other, other titles that they had planned, they've uh, recently pulled uh, chains on. They've pulled the Switch. Yep. Which is unfortunate, but... It is. It really is. Let's see, other there's Steam. It's like, hmm. Steam's always a good place to look for stuff lost. Yeah. Yes, oh, yeah! Yes. Oh, boy. Dying Light 2. Oh, yeah. When's that coming out? Oh. Uh, I did not watch the trailer for it, but let me get in. Nice. December 7th okay. this year. Uh, so it is a Q4. Um, they recently just unveiled it. Uh, they had a, I think it was yesterday, day before. One of the two. 
um, they yeah. had the big unveiling of the video where uh, I'm very excited to see how this story goes. Like, the first one, I want to say there was a, a uh, that ending of the first one, I don't want to say threw me for a complete loop, but how they got there. Yeah. Um, yeah, one was good. I should have platinum that game, um, but the trophies were glitched, and I couldn't, and I yeah. never played it again. That was, uh, that was, a, I don't even know if they ever, uh, I don't know if they ever. No, they didn't. Fix it? into that or fixed it. They had workarounds in place and stuff, and it just, I'd have to start a new game, and it just wasn't worth it, yeah, so. No, no, starting a new game. Um, I still am absolutely, um, terrified to see any of the, uh, multiplayer uh, fifth player entry, like the Night Stalker again, or whatever yeah. they're called. Yeah, I'm absolutely mortified of my friends jumping in and playing them because yeah. it just reminds me of Left for Dead too when you're fighting a fucking tank. Yep. Speaking of, there's another game that's coming out that is pretty much just the successor of Left for Dead, but they couldn't call it Left for Dead because it's, it's like Back for Blood or something like. Oh that. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've yeah. been kind of semi watching the progression of that um they're i'm gonna try to keep up with it here and there and i am if they make it as good as it's looking or as good as a lot of the promises in some of the videos i've seen i'm i'm excited for the ability to get a couple friends and just do a land party of that game one. yeah yeah it's like, literally um i want to say it's a bunch of the people from it is. left for dead yeah yeah, it's a lot of the original creators for it. Um, not all of them, but due to, again, licensing and technical reasons, it's the uh, successor there. And I'll tell you what, based on some of the uh, videos that I'm seeing for Dying Light 2, um, they've put a lot of work into the uh, flowing mechanics of this game, too. Nice. Oh, I was excited for Biomutant, but I've heard mixed reviews. Um... I actually just heard of Biomutant today. Um, really? and there was a buddy gave me a tip. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh that was an interesting game to come across. No, the, uh, Biomute does something. There are people who rage quit Biomute 2 because the game doesn't tell you that there's a second phase. To the game. You mean Biomute? Um, yeah, Biomute, I'm sorry. Um, according to a buddy of mine who's playing it currently, um, he said the first two hours of the game are extremely rough extremely slow and extremely grindy and i don't want to say unforgiving but just relentless shall we say yeah. um there's a lot of information they're trying to give you they're trying to set the whole tone for the world in one instance and then free up the rest of the game to do what the game is heading yeah um and he said the first beginning tutorial seems to go good and then you get to a point and you don't know what do so you just run around which is what the game wants you to do the only problem is is that all and the tip he gave me is if you're running around looting and you're only finding one single kind of item you're not past the tutorial yet there's something you're looking for that you just haven't found yeah and he didn't tell me what it was he was just like you're still in the tutorial part you're looking for a particular area, and then you'll... Word. So, that's my suggestion. He said it is absolutely a game to get. Um, 
and there's a chance, depending on how a few other things go my way uh, within the next week. Um, no, actually, I got ESO. I can't. So Biomutant's going to have to wait. Um, but it's, it's a game I fully intend to look into eventually and uh, just spend some a weekend of not caring uh, before yeah. the bait gets here and just disappear because he said it was fun. We're pretty cool. No, that's interesting that we both came across that same game. Although I only found about it today. Yeah. No, I um I kind of kept up with it, and then I lost like not interest, but like kind of lost sight in it, and then um it just popped back up again. I was like, oh yeah, and then I was like, oh hey, it's out. So um and then I we ended up picking up the Mass Effect Legacy Edition or Legendary Edition for Autumn. She I've been thinking play. about it. Like it's all the DLC being there and all but one, all but one DLC. Really, what one? Oh, the one. Yeah, Pinnacle Station isn't in there. Um, it's just I want to know how much a PlayStation the Pinnacle Station download costs. I don't know, but I have one. <laughs> I still have. About to go find out. Yeah. About to go find out because now I'm interested, and if uh, we do in this lab, I'm sure there are some other people who might be interested. Cost of a PlayStation. Uh, Pinnacle Station. Uh, I don't know. <clears throat> but anyways the game itself like mass effect one um looks gorgeous in 4k oh i was gonna say it it must i'm um, afraid of the controls though nope nope it's they're fine like they they reworked so you can have the whole series feel similar not identical um but similar they fix a lot of bugs with like hacking things they fixed a lot of uh, graphical issues and stuff. The game looks gorgeous. Um, they fixed fem ships, uh, like they totally revamped or brought in uh, the character modeling from Mass Effect Three into Mass Effect One, so you don't have an awkward-looking female Shepard. Um, since the only reason fem ship became a cover art in Mass Effect Three is because the fan base loved her in Mass Effect Two. Um, gotcha. But the game looks great. Um, the Mako's easier to control, I hear, from the wife. Um, you know, and she enjoys it. And it's, I mean, for $60, alright, you know, it's a full price game. You're getting three games and, like, You're eight... getting so many hours. Yeah. I mean, so I... So many hours. I can easily put 100 hours into Mass Effect 1. Oh, God, yeah. Without question. Um, but they did change up some things. I know I started to play Mass Effect 1. And then I ended up having to go to bed, like, immediately after creating my character, so I didn't really get to play play. Um, <laughs> An hour and a half of character creation. Thanks, Mass Effect! Yeah, no, it wasn't even that. Something came up, and I was like, well, I guess I gotta go to bed now. Um, I did notice they have, an, a, like, they have changed things and streamlined things, so there's a uh, Legendary Edition leveling system, which only allows you to level to level 30 in Mass Effect 1, or you can go Classic, which will allow you to level to level 40 on your first playthrough, and then up to 50 on your second. Um, okay. For those of you who don't know, that's the only way you can max level your character in Mass Effect 1, is play through it a second time. Second time, yep. 
But I knew I ran. I was running through a second time on it, but I couldn't remember why. That must have been why. Yeah, it's it's, it's ever since I played the original Mass Effect. It's the only way to gain enough experience to hit fifty. Okay. There physically isn't enough things to do in Mass Effect One on normal or on hard to get from one to fifty. Um, and the only way to ensure, well, it's not something you have to do, but if you want to start Mass Effect Two at level 5 instead of level 1 and with some extra skill you points you have to hit 50 so I'm going to be interested to see how that works if you're playing on the levels 1 to 30 mode so that's how I'm probably going to play through the game at first mm -hmm. just to kind of experience right. all their chain stuff that's probably going to get you their 1 to 30 mode is probably going to get you to level 1 and it'll bring your story yeah who knows <laughs> no that's something on my list to get because I really yep so, but that's pretty much um, Days Gone went to PC. That's kind of interesting. As we continue yeah, to see, it was. It was. It was, uh, it was, it was a PlayStation only. Yep. That's kind of my point. It's interesting that we're getting, or P Steam is getting more and more uh, PlayStation exclusives. Um, they got. Is that right? They, well, they, they got well, Death Stranding. They got yep. Horizon. Yep. And then they made days a gone. PlayStation, though, I think. Something like that. I think I just think Sony Sony is seeing an issue with what Microsoft did with Game Pass um, in terms of competition. And Sony can't, without being accused of, you know, copying or perjury or whatever, um, do a similar Game Pass service or probably just doesn't want to be accused of just mimicking what's working for Microsoft. So I think they just started cutting deals with with Steam and releasing PlayStation exclusives, um, you know, digitally or yeah, pretty much through Steam. Um, I mean, I'm not complaining. I ended up picking up Death Stranding on the PC as well, um, just to see graphical differences. Since at the time my PC was a lot stronger than my PS4. Um, yep. You know, it's it gets Sony games into more fans' hands. Yeah, it definitely. So sense. looking at it, like I just did a uh, a search to see what I could find, and it looks like they have a partnership of some kind. Yeah, and that doesn't surprise me. Like, uh, they have forty-one games right now that I guess are listed to be coming to Steam. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. So, and apparently they partnership forever. Again, probably doesn't surprise me. Well, yeah, that that because uh, Death Stranding came out like two years ago now, and that came to steam oh. like a few months or a year after um it released on playstation something like that so. oh no mind i take it back uh, -oh. uh look more looking more into it it looks like it was uh more rumors started from the 4chan mill forever oh well regardless whatever it is it's you know people yeah, are... i was gonna say some things are coming now so maybe something's coming of it because i know that um what was it i know that rocket league adventures yep uh, you're able to play cross-platform, and that's a Steam. Ex I believe that's a Steam exclusive game. Yep. Well, it's the same thing with uh, Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy yeah. 14. You exclusively, well, it's it's only on PS4, PS5, and PC, but you yep. can play, you know, Steam to PlayStation. So. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't. Again, I think with what this pandemic has shown companies. I feel that it's all about streaming now. I don't even think it's all about streaming. I think it's going to be more about less of console exclusives this generation and more saturation. Get your game 
to as many people as possible because you don't have the same actual player base on your new consoles because of the shortage in um what was it superconductors yeah that you have dealing with right now and scalpers you're dealing with and stuff don't you know don't punish your fan base that are looking forward to these games just get these games out mike i mean look at microsoft did it by having game pass ultimate pc edition you know i could sign up for game pass on my pc and download microsoft exclusives and i don't own an xbox and i can play with my xbox friends like it's just it's and it's ways around it i think this pandemic has gone a long way to show that there is a larger possibility with an electronic market and a a larger sustainability for some businesses than i think a lot of people were expecting like you're still going to need those brick and mortar stores i don't care what anybody says if i get a leak in my house in the faucet i need something now i'm going to the hardware store yep like i'm not going on amazon being like i need two bolts i need this 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 and this and thrown it to me i need it here now and i gotta wait whatever time that i don't even do drones in my area like and drones it's not exactly a good idea either in some places i yeah but i mean i'm even i'm even you know (laughs) like in terms of just saying like you know if if you have a game like horizon that a lot of people like really wanted to play but didn't want to go out and buy a ps4 for it um, that port was smart, let me tell you. Yeah, this gave people the option to play it. And I don't see... Like, I see Horizon um, Forbidden West coming out. I see that oh. game being a timed exclusive to the PS4 or PS5 for probably six months. And then that's probably coming to Steam, too. Um, yep. You know? Uh, I'm trying to think of other exclusives that like came out that I was excited for. Death Stranding. Uh, I mentioned that that game ported yeah, over. It over. Um, yep. Days I gone. I've up much on um, consoles, but that's strictly because I've been doing mainly PC for the last few years. Yeah, I mean, and then even like Microsoft's doing it too. Gears Five, you can buy on Steam. Yeah, you Gears know? Five, you can now get on Steam, and you can also get the. Uh, there's a game that I'm actually really thinking about getting. That's a lot like uh, XCOM, but it's Gears of War. Um, it's called Gears Tactical, I think it is. Okay. Uh, it's on Steam. It's sixty bucks, and it's it's the grittiness and it's the look of Gears, but it's the top-down commanding style of XCOM. And I personally loved XCOM. I did not finish the second XCOM game. Uh, you get to the final boss, and you have to use your guy. And my personal player is so much weaker than all my other people. So I get yeah. to the final room, and I just get. Uh, hmm. But no, that's definitely a game I'm looking into. Um, I think you're, possibly getting. You're, you're, I think you're thinking of. I think the game is called Gears Hive Buster because I see it. No, no, that's an expansion. Hold on. But yeah, I just I I see these games coming. Yeah, um, it's Gears Tactics. Okay. Uh you can find it on Steam. It's sixty bucks, but it is. Gears of War turn-based strategy game. Like, it is, and it's uh, apparently takes place 12 years before the war, so it's it's very much XCOM, when people needed to be saved, like, before they used, uh, like, post, during, and uh, pre, uh, yeah. uh, Hammer of the Dawn. Hmm. Uh, 
Interesting. So, I'm very excited. Yeah. But it's definitely yeah, a game I want to get because, again, I love, love the style. Hmm. Cool. Um, trying to think of what else we have to talk about today. I think a lot's been uh, really going on, or at least not a lot that's come across my screen. Like, there have been... I know there have been a lot of, like, world issues that are going on, but we're not here to no. talk about any of that shit. Nope. Don't do none of that here. I will say on a side note, I'll have you over to see him at some point. I finally got um, posters from my ex-marriage uh, framed and on the wall, and they are much better in this house than where they were told to be kept before. Oh, word. Yeah, I got Mordor and Isla Nublar up. And this will make you laugh, because you get some jokes like this. Yep. More doors over by the thermostat. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I had to. I really don't care if people touch it, but like just the, the, the stereotype of the thermostat. Dad. Yep. This goes here. Yep. <laughs> That's so. funny. That is too funny. But no nah, man, it's been uh it's been a, a, a real it's been real fun trying to settle in and stuff. That's awesome, dude. It sucked about my deed, like about Bruce though. I was so sad. It happens, you know. We yeah. all we all have to say goodbye. Oh, now I know how Autumn felt when I just ripped her character away. I was like, sorry. And you're bye. You're done. Yeah. Yeah. So, but. But yeah. No, man, I don't really have anything else. Like nothing's really come across uh, my radar. Word. Um, nothing's really happened in uh, any of the comic scenes that mm -hmm. I'm reading at the moment um trading cards like is a the... bust right now because of scalpers and death threats what is uh, trading cards yeah i don't trading cards are right now it's i'm so sick of the negative cesspool that is in some of these communities man yeah it's sickening dude it's luckily so there's still stores like that's entertainment out there that will sell you cards yep which is nice um yep. i tried yeah, but then they're real they're real stingy on it like they have people who are like licensed judges and stuff and like they will be really specific to what they take and they have a right mm -hmm. and i think that's great um i think my biggest but i'm just biggest complaint. oh go ahead i'm just talking like trying to buy cards like um oh, i know you saw you saw my facebook post the other day but um yep. Uh, my daughter wanted to because she one of her little friends at school brought in his pokemon cards so she wanted pokemon cards um so then i took that opportunity and was like all right well if you want the cards i'm gonna teach you how to play and i'm gonna teach you right so um yep you know i know you had sent me that article um like a few weeks prior um about fucking like all the toxicity and shit and I, oh, yeah. I, I like we went up to the target in our area and there was a sign in the card section that nope. said they're not selling them anymore we are for the time being we're not selling uh anything they'll sell you Yu-Gi-Oh magic and i think nhl cards but mlb nba and pokemon cards are all off the table like they will no nope. uh, and even then like Walmart and them have actually taken like the magic cards of them and they've moved them to areas in the same place that cigarettes are kept so you have to go see somebody and they ID you for it. Yeah. 
like it's so stupid the way that people are reacting or this whole oh yeah everywhere else can you know that is non-essential can shut down but you keep making magic cards because people don't know no be a little bit more understand that there's going to be a shortage you don't get to say threatening things to a clerk because they don't have your magic cards or they yeah. don't get to get your charmander well the thing is the shitty thing is you have all these people buying all these packs and then scalping like fans online trying to make a buck oh, yeah. or just buying them all just to pull you know it's a lot of it's for internet clout because you see that a lot i mean i'm i'm i, I consider myself hip on the tiktok trend um, oh, that's yeah. that's all I see in my for you yep. page is fucking people opening oh, 50 100 yep. 200 packs at a time to try and pull you know a, a, a Charizard out of that pack and they do or they don't and then you never see what they do with the cards and I'm sure most of them keep the cards but it's like I, I, I don't a lot know. Of them don't. Yeah. I guarantee you, a lot of them don't keep those cards. Like that reminds me back. This is back in the day. Gonna kind of age myself for anybody watching who uh, plays Magic the Gathering. Man, but, uh, you old. Dog, tell me about it. Oh, look, I'm older than Google. All right. Yeah, me too. I mean, <laughs> think about this. We started this episode talking about sciatica, so we can't go back from there. I dropped my lighter. Um, but yeah, continue. Um. No, so... You were aging yourself with magic. Oh, with magic. Uh, my favorite block, one of my favorite blocks, was the Kamigawa block. Yep. I absolutely loved the spirits, the dragons, the elementals, the rats, the ninjas. I loved all of it. I thought it was an amazing art. And I probably stupidly got rid of, like, five grand cards. I didn't realize were worth much, but anyways. Um... I loved that block, and when at that time I was working for the school I was going to on a co-op, and I bought a box of the Kamigawa set, and the only card that I wanted out of that was the Black Dragon, Kakushni Star, and that card was so damn broken when it hit the graveyard, was, um, out of the whole booster box, which I think is 15 booster packs, 30 booster packs, I, yeah. I got one, one. And everybody was like, oh, great, so you're going to give away the rest, right? I'm like, that's not how this works. What kind of people are you used to dealing with? I bought these cards so I could have all of them, and I just got lucky enough that one of them was Kikusho. I planned on keeping them. But everyone was like, oh, you should get rid of them. And I'm like, no, you fuck off. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but to me, like, and that was something that um, me and uh, Jake and Jeremy, we play on a program called Cockatrice. Uh, um, we've said that once all this calms down and everything is all set and, and Courtney and the baby are all set and everything happens here, we're going to get together and do like an old school tournament. Like we're all going to chip in. We're going to get a booster box. We'll open. We'll get like maybe one or two other people that are interested in playing and we'll just have like a little mini game session and we'll open the packs and create decks from the packs and then we'll split the pack up packs up after. Word. I love, I love the idea of just getting the packs to open and have fun with. Like I don't need to get amazing cards out of them. That's not why I do. Yeah. It's not ever why I do it. I enjoy the cards. Yeah. I want to do like I'd love to set up an old school draft. Oh God, I'd love to get like 10, 15 people, get a box, lay down. Everybody put down some money. There'll be a prize pool. You'll get some packs and just play with friends and people who aren't going to be butt hurt. 
Like, that's my thing. I don't want to deal with the drama of people complaining about I lost, he lost, he did that. I'm like, just play the game. We're not looking to fuck anybody over. There's no reason to do any kind of craziness. Just have fun, play the game. That's why, again, that's why I think drafts, in my opinion, work best. Because yep. there's no, it's on-the-fly strategy. It's not, let's no, plan no a meetup in two weeks and let's all get yeah, on our no. computers and min-max a deck. Not to say, I mean, not to say I've never done that. I, I used to do that all the time, which is why my wife oh, will yeah. never play Magic with me ever again. Um, that's why two other people will never play. There are several people who will never do with me again because of my red deck. Yeah, dude. My S three, 24 damage. Goodbye. Or my Esper deck. Oh, you want to play that? I'm going to exile it, and then I'm going to play it, and yeah. then I'm going to fuck you over that's with fine. it. Bye. Um, and then I'm going to do what you wanted to do with it against you. Have fun. Yeah, in the opposite vein, I'm trying a different approach where I'm pulling my punches with the daughter playing Pokemon. Um, yep. But on with them with kids, it's more of you gotta let them win some. You gotta you gotta have them lose some. Oh no, I I I fully went into that game planning on on wiping the floor with my daughter. Um, <laughs> but unknowingly to me, until they she had to stop to go to the bathroom. And I looked up, like, how new her deck was in compared to the pre-con that I bought. And I unknowingly bought her probably one of the strongest water decks in current um, play cycle. Like, I could... <laughs> according to the YouTubes, I could add four cards to that deck and take out four cards and make it a top-tier tourney-level deck that will survive the rotation in a month. Um yep. Which I, I, it was a big, like, oh, oops. Um, yeah, that's something that Magic's doing, too, actually. That was uh, something that I read about earlier uh, last week or earlier this week, was um, there has been a shift in how these card games are trying to get people into the game. So what they're doing is where, like, when we were kids, remember the pre-cons were trash. You it, bought the pre-con for, like, one or two cards, and that was it. It depends, though, on what cycle you're talking about. The Onslaught cycle had good pre-cons. Anything before well, the that? the Onslaught cycle was the beginning of trying to make decent pre-cons. Because that's where my zombie deck came from. Yeah. That was they a... Had um, good, but, well, the thing with most of the pre-cons back in the day was... They, they good had themes. good bones, yeah. but they purposely didn't give you a deck that was amazing because they wanted you to buy packs, which is smart. But what they're starting to do now is they have, I guess they've had a lot of people just like come in off the street some days at tournaments and be like, hey, we're looking to play. They don't have a deck. They buy one and they get wrecked and them back. Yep. So what they're starting to do is making these decks that these precons that are like literally almost tournament level. So you can go in and on the right draw set, you could actually take a tournament. Word. It's like, that's ridiculous because now I'm just going to go buy precons because my home built strategy is fucking trash. Yep. <laughs> yep. But no, that was uh, that was one of the cool things that I found out about Magic recently was that... Uh, they were changing their pre-con constructions enough where uh, it would include um, people to come in just out of nowhere on tourneys and, and have actually a chance. Word. Yeah. But that's all I got. That's everything that's crossed my path this week that I can remember at the moment. Yeah, that's pretty much all I got, too. Um, any big plans in the upcoming week? I promise to those listening out there, we are trying 
to fall into a normal schedule. I am we personally are. trying we to are. Um, will right my now, body. There's, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of changing and a lot of shifting, and a lot of stuff I have to do with the house. Um, and with us currently trying to get, I think we've finally figured out our furniture configuration for the time being, which has allowed me now a space to, I'll say, set up for a streaming area. Um, so I will hopefully be getting uh, streaming software up and going sometime soon. Um, right. And then I'll be jumping in. I'll probably be doing, for everyone listening, anyone who cares, I'll probably be doing more late night, early morning streams. Um, just because of my work schedule and we'll see what the family schedule is like and stuff uh but that's my plan at the moment word so and then we can do like we've been talking we can do uh game nights where it's you and me and people from the community teaming up to play some games and shit yeah no doubt so that would be dope hell yeah man that'd be a lot of fun be a lot of fun <clears throat> but i think that concludes our broadcast day i won't i won't say normal um thank you all for swinging by and listening um appreciate it everybody again we will try and be i gotta be more up and up on the social medias and letting people know when we're going to be doing these episodes so that way it's it's, you know to get better at social media in general because it's should be used more wisely shall we say yeah um, and I, I promise as we get back into the swing of things, episodes will probably be filled with a lot more than random whose yeah. line is it stuff. Uh, but I still enjoy it. I hope you do as well, Jed. Um, oh, yeah, man. Sometimes you just need a candid uh, candid episode. Yeah. Um, and if there are going to be days, guys, where I mean, it may come that we're supposed to do a podcast and it may, uh, once I get everything set up, like we may decide there's not enough to talk about. So we'll just play games, chit chat through the game. Yep. Um, so but nah man it was a definitely good episode i appreciate everybody who uh tuned in and everybody who uh listened for even a little bit man and we appreciate each one of you guys yes we do with that ladies and gentlemen uh like i mentioned we do try to social media we are on the facebook's uh twitter um we are now on itunes podcasts we are located on spotify and other podcast services alike thank you all for listening Thank you, Jed, for sitting down with me. And I hope you all have a fantastic night. Have a good one, guys. Y'all take it easy and be safe. Peace. Peace.